This is exciting because I had a good uh, uh, idea that Steve was going to uh, flake on doing this podcast. I, was, I thought maybe you were done, buddy. You, yeah, I was close. <laughs> because we were supposed to do it the other day, and then you like disappeared. And you were I probably skiing someplace, uh, and then and then we were supposed to do it today. But you said you forgot that you had to go get your um, you had to get a COVID test because you're going to Hawaii, right? How does that work? I thought you needed to get it within 24 hours of your flight. Your oh, flight's it's terrible. No, you, not gotta, for three you days. have you have to take it within 72 hours of your departure. So we were there at 71 hours 55 minutes of our departure time. Oh, really? And it's wow. a drive-through at Walgreens, and they they hand you out a packet, and you got to do you got to self swab yourself. So you your mouth s- or your nose? Your nose. So all oh, wow. five That's of us are one. in the car swabbing our noses. And send it back wow. in, and now we have to, you know, follow up and make sure we get those results before we get on the plane. So it's like DEFCON yeah. five. They, but they like I they send one. them to Tennessee to a lab. They they get FedExed yeah. overnight. Really? Yeah, it's wow, like that's it doesn't crazy. make sense. But these are the Hawaii requirements. I've gotten two of the COVID tests so far, both negative, and I had the mouth the mouth swab thing. If yeah. you can do the mouth, I don't know why people are doing the nose, but I don't know if the nose is supposed to be more accurate, but the nose, you got to get way up there, right? Have you done the nose? No. Like, I had no. them do the nose. The first one I took way back, you know, just, just to be safe, was I spit in a cup, negative. And then I, I was Really? Exposed. That was, you spit, in a, you spit in a cup? You have to spit That's so weird. much into a cup. You gotta, it, it's kind of hard. Oh, keep spitting, keep spitting, yeah, spitting. it's like 15 okay, minutes. It. So oh I did God, that, that no big deal. And then the next time I went in, they're like, well, do you want to spit in the cup or you want to swab? And I'm like, oh, let's try the swab this time. Oh big my mistake. God. Oh, I felt like they were pushing it up and like rubbing on my brain. Because they did it. Yeah. Because they had, th- yeah. Oh, that's crazy. And then today I, I heard, they were like, bad. just stick it up your nose a half inch. I'm like, what? That's easy. It's like just, you know, rubbing my nose, the inside yeah, of my nostrils. I don't know. I don't know. So, so you you're not you're not on any sort of list to get the vaccine or anything like that because mm-hmm. of our ages. We're not even like no. not, we're not even next next up or whatever. So, yeah. I, I just I just know that before my tour, I I'm going to get the vaccine. I don't know how I'm going to get it when I get it. Maybe I'll have to get it when I get to Florida. I don't know. But yeah. that's a, my my tour starts in in Florida uh, on June. I think it's the fifteenth. Maybe in Pensacola. Isn't that what everyone's doing? Going to Florida to get it. That I think they were, and then that stopped, and whatever. So, um, and so when you go to Hawaii, even though you're testing negative and all that stuff, you still need to wear a mask every time, everywhere you go. Yeah, I just talked to my buddy who just got back from Maui, and he said it's, you know, everywhere, no matter what you're doing, indoors, outdoors, the only place you don't have to wear a mask is on the beach. So, okay, got it. Yeah, every- because uh, our friend Jessica Hall went there and. They even needed to wear a mask in the pool. In the pool. Yeah, it sounds crazy. But, but I mean, it, I guess it makes sense. They don't, don't have know, very much COVID there. They have all these people coming from all over the world. And in order to keep it going like that, then if yeah. you got to wear a mask, you, you got to wear a mask. I heard they, he told me they were, they have, have like five cases a day or something like that. It's like so small. Like as in so low. Yeah. 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 And, and, and Los Angeles, they just, now they said out here we have like, I just read this this morning. They have like the worst mutated variant of of it is actually in Los Angeles. Oh my god! Um, it's new as of today, and um, and then they said if someone gets the mutated one 
and then somehow gets the other one too, that those two could inside that person's body create like a super version of it. And so they're just afraid that that's going to happen. So they, guys, they want everyone you, to get vaccinated as soon as possible. So you're just r- reducing those risks. You guys got all the latest and greatest stuff out in L.A. It's horrible. It's horrible. My, my, my buddy just got the shot up in, uh, he's in, uh, I don't know what, 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 um, what county he's in. He's, he's kind of East Bay up in Northern California. And he, him and his wife got it. Like they got it already Yeah, down here. You're not even like, it's, there's, there's no too many people. There's too many people. There's too many people. I did the math. And if they, so at Dodger stadium, they were, they were doing, I think 2000 vaccinations per day which sounds like a lot, but I did the math and I'm not gonna do the math right now, but it was something along the lines of in order to do everyone in Los Angeles. No, I think it was 20,000 a day, whatever. I think it was 20,000 a day, which sounds like a lot, yeah. but in order to get everyone in LA vaccinated, if, if, if you only did 20,000 a day, it would still take three years to get everybody done. <laughs> cause there's, cause there's freaking, I mean, it depends how far you, you go outside LA. But, 10 million it depends on how many what are you including it's 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 probably in all of like southern california not even down to like orange county i think in la county there's probably like I'm, i mean i kind of feel like half 15, of 15 16 million i feel like half of california is in park city it's like every other license plate is california here it's scary yeah. well so so for people that may not be following along steve is a is a veritable traveling man matter of fact we're going to break that all down for you right now and steve yeah. now lives in park city and steve has lived there since 4th of july and he mm-hmm. considers himself a local to the point where he thinks he gets to scoff at Californians moving there because you moved there six months ago on 4th yeah, of July. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I got to watch myself because I'm like, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of, you know. You're like, who are you guys? But I was here first. So, so you funny. Know, I, I moved here like three years ago for a minute. So You did for a minute and then you yeah. moved to Philly. So so when I was living out in, out in Los Angeles, uh, I had a company called ExtraCast where I had an online database of extras for movies and TV shows. And it was used by almost everybody. And Steve uh, went, you Steve were, worked for me time. at that point. The short version of that is I came out here to be an actor. And my brother's like, what are you going to do for money? Not very supportive, Dan. But and smart. And so was he? Because I ended up putting all my time and energy into ExtraCast, like four years of my, of my prime, right? I was like 23 years old. And I had this this online casting company. I ended up selling it to some people who were unsavory. Interesting they, pattern of that. They pretty much um, bought your company, fired you, and didn't pay you, or something like that, right? Pretty much. It's pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> well, they paid me in stock, but they they fired me. They I had twelve people that worked there, and I went in the day after we signed paperwork at my house, had dinner at my house. I walked in the next morning, and they were standing there with a letter. I'm like, what is this? They're like, I opened it. It said, "You're you have been terminated." leave the premises immediately. Do not take anything. Do not speak with anyone or we will call the police. And I was just like, had some colorful, colorful words for that. Must have been a really good dinner. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and so, and so that was on a Friday. And then the following Friday, I had 12 people that worked for me and 11 of them quit. So there's just one guy left because when you have a company like, like extra cast where it was, it was used to, to cast extras in movies and movies and, and, and TV. The reason people used ExtraCast wasn't necessarily because of the platform. It's because they liked me. Right. And they wanted to support what I was doing. Then they fired me. 
there goes all i mean you know we were hanging out with these extra casting directors you were there too like some of them were cool and some of them were not cool but we were still going to all their birthday parties oh. and all their holiday parties and just trying to you, cool you know butter them up even cool. though Quite a yeah, bit. yeah, and you had more more tools, yeah, more tool than you had more tools, you had cool. cools, yeah. <laughs> and so anyway, they just like when I when I got canned, there was not a place they wanted to come into work, and so they all left, and it was great because I knew like I didn't want to be that's not that was not, that's not where I wanted to be. I didn't want to be in an extra. No, casting, we wanted, were like I to be out there we doing were the things. bottom feeders of L.A. I mean, in some ways, I mean, it was a great service and people loved it, people used it, but oh my god, the extras world is it's a tough tough beat. It's, it's a tough beat. It's a tough beat. So I, um, uh, I don't even know how we got into this. I, I'm, I'm drinking real coffee for the first time, so I'm, yeah, I'm pretty we, we, we need a segue. Um, where, where are we going? Who cares? No, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep going on that because I'm gonna tell uh, the story. And I don't know if I've told this story before, but when I was done with ExtraCast, I had a a Land Rover Defender, yeah, uh, one of the American ones, like a, like a new one. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 it was, it was like two years old when I got it. Yeah, but it was a beautiful truck. And I was just like, what am I doing driving this fancy car? And like, this is not. So I, I sold the car and and took the money from the selling of, of, of the vehicle and put that into a um, uh, making of a TV pilot, which I called Insane. That's right. And I and I did all these like you know hidden camera things like bagging groceries and eating people eating That's people's still food. My favorite. We had we had that well the breakup was also a good one too yeah. where my buddy and I had a big breakup big big loud breakup at this restaurant in, in West Hollywood oh and my God. um I think I I was in but, that and, scene and, with you too I think you're in that was in I? that one was oh you you're one of the earlier ones oh, okay yeah and so anyway it's just it, the, one of the interesting things about that the the selling of that car was that I um, put an ad in the L.A. Times this is how it was a while ago and this guy calls me up and we want to buy your car okay great so they came over they test drove it it was a sunday and i was like okay they're like okay we'll, t- we'll take it you know it was like it was twenty eight thousand five hundred bucks at the time which is crazy because that car right now probably go for about 80 yeah and um and so because they don't import them anymore or make them anymore but anyway so he goes we'll take it we'll go, and he's like uh, we'll go we'll go get a check they were heading out to the car to get a check. And I was like, well, um, and, the, and the, the woman, it was, it was a couple, the woman walked out. And I said to the guy, I said, I, bro, I don't, I don't really feel comfortable taking a check on a Sunday. Like, I don't even know who you guys are. You, yeah. you know, I'm not going to give you my check for my, my, give me my car for a piece deal, of paper. Bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I said, we can do it at a bank. Let's just meet tomorrow. He said, don't worry. As he was walking out the door to go catch up with his wife. He's like, don't worry. She directed Shrek, the movie Shrek. And I was like, oh, okay. So then they left. And then I get on the computer and I type up director of, Sh- of Shrek, Victoria Jensen. That was the woman that was standing in my living room. Check's so good. So I was like, all right, check's good. You're <laughs> fine. I can, f- I can find you. So they came back, wrote me a check. They said, what, what price did we settle on? I go, 28.5. Like, I'm like, I can tell you one and I'm not going to discount it. 38.5, And so they, um, they, they, they get in the car to drive away. And I, I kind of go back into my house and I'm sitting upstairs and I just kind of feel like, man, am I doing the right thing? And I love that car. And it wasn't kind of, wasn't really the car. It was also like what it represented. And I was, and I was crying. Man, did we have fun in that thing? We had fun. We in that took thing. that thing and all so I was over up, the canyons. Oh my God. Oh yeah. It was, it was a beast. So I was upstairs and I was, I was crying and she, and they, there's a knock at my door and I'm wiping my eyes and it's her. She's like, 
oh, we thought you'd want this. It was like the CD that I left in the CD player. It was probably like Whitney Houston or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> But anyway, oh but what's crazy is, what's crazy is, like, that was, oh, God, that would be like 2002 or something like that. And I, uh, about three years ago, I was like, I really want that car. And we were both represented at WME, uh, the, the big agency. And I called my agent, quickly got on the phone with her agent, told him the story. Then she called me back, like, within two minutes and I was like, hey, how are you? She's like, oh, cool. Yeah, hey, do you remember me? Oh, of course I do. Whatever. She's like, yeah, you're that crying little bitch. <laughs> no. And, uh, <laughs> no, she didn't say that. And I was like, was thinking any it. chance you have that car, I want to sell it? And she's like, I loved that car. I lost it in, in, the, in the divorce oh, with that guy. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it's just kind of crazy. She's like, can you get him anymore? I'm like, nah, you can't get this anymore. So anyway. Um, well, I, so I that one. brings me... You got one what? No, I'm just kidding. You know, I, I saw... I No, you're not. No, you're not kidding, Steve. I reached Let's talk out to about that this. woman that has the green one, that picture. It's the same year you had, 97? Yeah, yeah mine was a 95, but 95, same thing. yeah. I uh, reached out to her a few weeks ago. I'm like, you still have that Defender? You still want to sell it? She's like, nah, we're not quite ready to sell it, but I'll, I'll call you when we're ready. So when she's ready, you can buy that one. That's a beautiful car, just like yours. Yeah, what's the markup? What's the markup you're going to give me, mm, you jackass? We'll see. See what kind of deal I can and, get you. And by the way, when Steve just said, I've got one, so so let's be clear about what's happening right now. The, it's, it's, it's COVID. Think, things are tough right now. I, I make my money through uh, a travel clothing brand, which is doing great, but I don't take, I don't take, any, I don't take a paycheck from that company. Um, and uh, uh, stand-up comedy and speaking at events and, and hosting, all things that are not happening. So for me, my savings is dwindling down. I'm not in a position to be purchasing a car right now. However, I got this buddy, Steve. Steve goes out, buys a brand new Land Rover <laughs> Defender, sends me a picture. It stings a little bit, you know? And then he basically adds a new widget to this thing every it's week. my latest and I addiction. Have to see all the, I have to see all these, all these photos of... Okay, so roof rack, running boards. He had the whole thing wrapped in... What do you... What is that? Like... Like a what is, what is that? film? A it's a it's a protective wrap. Okay, so he so he got a, a gray truck, and he paid like I don't know one hundred thirty eight thousand dollars to to wrap <laughs> it in this film that just makes it look like matte colored. It's so I nice. could come there with some sandpaper and give you the same effect for like seventy five dollars. No, you couldn't. This is so nice and because it's got get, a brand new paint job under it. So when you go through the woods and whatever, you get branches. It doesn't scratch the paint. Mm-hmm, Pretty mm-hmm. nice. Then you got yeah, but then you got the wheels uh, powder coated. Yeah, wheels powder coated. You're not, got you're the not, new. You're not taking that uh, thing off road. You're rant. not taking that thing off road. Oh, she going off yeah. road. Yeah, and then what did you get last week? Uh, well, I got the snorkel. Finally, the snorkel. The snorkel. Steve sent me a picture of a snorkel so that he can take his car uh, in three feet of water because you know he's going to do that. Come and to by find the way, out. Like, you know, come to find out, it doesn't actually increase the water depth that you can go yeah. through. But it, right. it, it's uh, it's mostly for you know for off roading so you don't get dust into mm-hmm. the engine. It has a, a secondary filter. And it's mostly filter. so you can no. It's mostly so you look like a douchebag. Yeah. Well, it's there. It's just there to remind people that you. I was thinking about this uh, accessory. I was talking to my buddy Lionel yesterday about you know getting a, a vanity plate for it, and I wanted to get M builds for my company. Steven. Listen, Steven. So I wanted to get M okay. M builds because my website is McKenna okay. Builders. Mm-hmm. So I'm online. I type in M builds. And it says it, it won't let me do it because it, it has uh, illicit 
connotation or whatever it is. So I'm like, yeah. what? So I can't get that. So then I'm like, what do you what was what do you think the connotation? I don't know. I I wanted to talk about it. I mean, what what is wrong with M builds? I mean, it's the it's my company. It would be yeah. perfect. So I don't know if I have to call them and talk to them better or whatever because it's just. Do you think you could get the maybe you get a vanity plate that's called this just says douchebag or do you think that's redundant? Well, that's what it all came out at the end of it. You know, talking to Lionel, he's like, you can't get a you can't get a vanity plate because it's just Please a douchebag. Please don't bag. get a vanity. So I was like, I checked and plate. and D bag is available. So D bag is available. D-bag's and D bag does not have any 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 sexual connotations. You could get D B A G. Right, D space B A G. I mean, it's like just be upfront. With your license plate, you know, just put it all out put there, all man. Out you there. gotta let people I mean, know they what's see going the snorkel. on. I got a ladder coming next they week. They know what's happening. I mean, it's yeah. it's obvious. Those big, Holy huge mud cow. flaps. It's a d bag truck. How, what would it cost you to get that vanity plate? Uh, sixty bucks. I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna pay for it. <laughs> I'm gonna pay for that. D bag. You have no idea. It, it would give me so much pleasure. All right, here's the thing. If if I get d bag, you have to get z bag. Yeah. For your car. I don't have a car. I don't have a car, asshole. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a I had a I had a land I had a defender mm, that I sold mm. to to an awesome guy in in, in 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 Fayetteville, Arkansas. So that that car is out there now. I don't have a car, but what am I doing? I, when I travel, when I'm on the road, I'll be on the road. When I'm here, I'm in my house. I'm in my office. Everything that I need to go to is within walking distance. And Mel has a car. If we need, we drive that. So well, put Z bag on her car. She would love it, Steve. Or tea bag. You would pay the she, can, she can have tea bag. You'll be Z bag, and I'll be D bag. Steve, I will, I will pay you money to put tea bag on your car, because that's amazing. T space B A G. Oh How about D T bag? Perfect. Oh my gosh. Um, so this is funny. I almost did a a Kickstarter. Do you remember this for your car to buy you a car? Ah. Uh. So okay, so this this was years ago, and this was this was just meant to be a publicity stunt. It was what we were gonna do is I was gonna raise money to buy you a car, and and the and each each milestone that we hit would be a different car, and we, and we would get like and, and we would go as as high as people wanted to go, up to a million dollars we would have gotten you a, a Bugatti or whatever whatever it is. But you know, expecting we'd pro- this whole thing's expe- ringing a bell. Expecting they would get up to like maybe thirty, forty. Because what happened? Would, what we would do is, we would get you this car. You would get to drive the car for a week, and then people would get to show up because they they pledged money to this, and they would get to smash your car with a sledgehammer. So you would get to drive this beautiful car for a week, idea. Of course, whatever whatever it was. It was just it was a publicity stunt. It would have gone amazing. Oh. Did we do it? If there was Did somebody. You do it? No, do you remember that any of this happening, asshole? No, we should do that now. <laughs> Sounds fun. Well, no, because now you guys, you and your wife are making too much money, and and it's just like, and, and people are having a difficult time. Well, so it'd I like be a really I like bad, the Kickstarter pub- being bad bad taste. I like the Kickstarter publicity stunt. We should we should work on that. Well, could do something you know, cool. Anyway, I don't know. It'd be, I just, it'd be cool to do I, something I, where I don't know the, if it's we had it all doesn't the fans. make sense nowadays. It doesn't make sense nowadays. You know what we should do? We should, instead of that, we should we should have a tour. I'm going to tell you about my tour right now. So we're um, burping. I head out. So tickets for the, 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 the tour go on sale on St. Patrick's Day. You could get, so you could get the license plate tour bag. 
That'd be perfect for you. Tea, that's just tea. That's just that's just tea bag. <laughs> that's just tea bag. Okay. Um, and and to be clear, Steve McKenna is not coming on the tour. I can't hang with um, you anymore. So right now, I think it's kind of funny because when we did Drinking Made Easy, Steve would just assume that it was easy to lock down the locations we were shooting at. And you didn't understand what the producers did. You just didn't understand because I suppose in one sense, rightfully so, because you just assumed who wouldn't want to have their bar or brewery or winery or distillery on the show. But you have to understand when we called people up, setting up the times, who we would talk with, and just making sure there was something compelling happening in the scene. There was a lot of work that went into. Well, it's not the that I didn't understand. I understood you guys put a lot of work in it. You, you, I, I just didn't care. You didn't appreciate. It. Yeah, 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 that's fine. Yeah. So, so we've been. So Geo, who was one of the um, producers on Drinking Made Easy and four sheets four sheets um he is and he was a, a the tour manager for drinking made easy and then a tour manager for the sing the booze tour he's now the tour manager for this and since january one geo and i have been talking every day we go through every city we come up with a map of the whole country because we, we route things so for example here's an idea of an example of a route fly into pensacola do the panhandle um we're doing Niceville, which is up there in the Panhandle, uh, Panama City, uh, Tallahassee, Jacksonville, uh, uh, Gainesville, Orlando, Tampa, St. Pete, and, and working our way down. Um, and so, and then by the time we get to Miami, then we're done. I fly home, take a week off, and then I then I go back to another tour. Then at, at that point, I do Texas and whatever. So, you know, not ever in order to make this tour make sense because you know I. Geo's been on the payroll since since January. We're gonna have another guy on tour with us. We got the travel, we got the the PR, we got the marketing, all that kind of stuff. That we have to have breweries that can accommodate about three hundred people. And we're in COVID, right? So like we're calling places and, and they're like, we're not ready to have a have you come here. But like, yeah, but for some of these, we're booking out. Like we today, we talked to. Um, Maui Brewing, I'm just looking at my calendar of when it is, and Maui Brewing is in, um, uh, I think it's in, it's in November, you know? He's got enough so, room. So, so, he has enough room, both, yeah, both places, Oahu and, and Maui. So, we're just sort of working through the list, and in doing that, like, of these 90 cities, and the tour, it kind of changes sometimes, because we were trying to do, in the route, at one point, it made sense to do Jackson, Mississippi, because we were kind of going by there, but we couldn't find a brewery in Jackson, Mississippi that could, that accommodate. could accommodate more more than like 40, 50 people. So we're starting to lock down all these breweries. And I'm telling you, man, I am so excited for a few reasons. One, getting back on the road, doing the stand-up. I'm, I'm so excited to, to do it. Going to all these breweries, like being, I love being in breweries and just seeing what they're doing and the energy and the beers they're making. And then we're doing collaboration beers with almost all the breweries, maybe all of them, where the night of the show, we are releasing a beer that we've worked on and it launches that day. So people can drink that during the show. They can buy cans to take home with them, like commemorative cans that might not be available afterwards. And then and then we just move on to the next city. 90 of those. That means, well, and those gotta be, collaboration beers. It's got to be pretty cool because it's not like during COVID, these guys have just been sitting around doing nothing. So I'm sure right. they got some really exciting new stuff coming out. 
and they're excited probably to be kind of getting back to work, to have a bunch of people around yeah. and, you know, probably yeah. going to be a really cool rollout yeah. for some of these people. Yeah. You know, we started, um, uh, oh, anyway, I was going to say that we're, that the collaboration beers are done through adventure. So just to take it off of the tour manager's plate at that point, Chad from adventure steps in, works with the, the brewery on the collaboration beer um, you know, the, all, the timing of all that. And then the, uh, some proceeds of the beers will go to local animal rescues. So it's just this big Are you, you going to sell the beers that you make, the collaboration beers? Or are you going to be, can you sell those like on Amazon or anything like that? No, I, no, 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 no. I, Adventure makes, Adventure, me, uh, we make zero from the collaboration beers. The collaboration beers, the, the breweries keep 100% of the money they make there. All we want to do is just create something exciting, have fun, make as much noise as possible. And then, you know, I, it's, it depends state to state, but I think people will be, will be able to buy these collaboration beers somewhere. Um, you know, it, what's crazy is I'm going to take a six pack, you know, of each beer, sure. right? Because I just want to maybe have it on my wall. That would be of all. If I had a six pack from all ninety cities, that'd be five hundred forty beers. Five hundred forty beers. Which, by, by the way, I think is exactly the number of beers that you owe me from the six pack challenge. Probably close to that. From drinking. Well, easy. you you should do that. You should as soon as you get your hands on it, have Geo ship that home and and get that collection going. That would be badass. Well, what's interesting, this is opening a can of worms, is that Geo is the is the tour manager. His day job is, is, is tour managing, locking all these locations. Once, the, once the, the location is locked down, I'm going to give an example of like um, Ivanhoe uh, Park in, uh, in Orlando. That's, the, that's where we'll be in Orlando. And so is that locked first, it down. first stop? No, no, that's uh, like in the calendar. It's like the sixth, sixth, sixth stop. And so we're selling tickets. If, if we're under a certain amount, like I think it's maybe like 150, it'll be inside. If we if we sell more tickets, he'll get a tent outside, right? Um, and then and it's it's all sort of like organically, you know, sort of growing, and but anyway, so then Geo will, will will kind of jump in and then take once all, everything's booked, he'll work on the marketing, sending people the posters and working to help people with their posts right. and you know how we, however we can promote it, and then but he his night job is a, a, as a bartender at the Black Penny in New Orleans. So if you live in New Orleans, go to the Black Penny and, and go say hi to Gio. And um, right now they're at 25% occupancy indoors, and a lot of them are doing outdoors, but it's pretty cold. So anyway, he was tr- he thought he could take off from work for about six months and do the tour, um, but he, he found out if he did, his spot at the Black Penny wouldn't be there and he wants to be able to, to do that because he loves his job. Yeah, well, it's so, a great spot. He's he's been there a long time. He's he's one of the higher ups, so you know that's understandable. Yeah. So who who are you gonna get? To, that's that's the point. Maybe we should do. Why don't we have people? Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold hold on a second. When you start, I can see smoke coming out of your ears. Are you, you having an idea? Yeah. Let's have some people send it. Let's let's find some people that no, listen. No, to no, the no, podcast. no, no, no. Please, please, please. No, no. Just yeah. stop. Just send stop. us in no. your uh, uh-uh. your resume. No. Yeah, Steve McKennad. Yeah, Steve McKenna. If you if with you think you got what it takes to travel with Zane oh and be his, cannot believe this. Be his producer. Send it. I'll vet okay. it out. Send it to me, and you know, wow. see what we get. Wow. Do you understand what this? I'll tell you what this this job is. So Geo is doing all the booking, 
um, and then and then all the promotion. So the tour manager, the actual physical person that goes on tour, yeah. ha- has to advance. Meaning they'll have to call a few days before, just make sure everything's set up and all that kind of stuff. And then upon arrival, make sure everything's set up. And then during the show, make sure no yahoos are kind of you know heckling or interrupting the show. Drive to the next place and do that. But like, do you understand what an amazing job that's going to be for somebody? Yeah, you, you awesome. Get to, but but here's the catch: this is somebody I have to, I have to drive, I have to sit in the car with and drive with to ninety shows. Yeah. So I'll probably spend hundreds of hours in the car with this person. So it's just as important. Yeah. So so there's with this some person. there's some some uh, requirements like you know yeah they can't talk you know in the car there'd <laughs> be no now, talking. Now, Okay, now now I'm on I'm on board. Yeah. What else you got? Um, they have to be don't look don't look me in the eye. They have to be pretty, either boy or girl. <laughs> I mean, they have to be very uh, forceful and command respect. Wouldn't it be amazing? Well, first of all, what do they forceful? I mean, you gotta um, you gotta kind of have like a, a bouncer vibe going com- on. A, a command a commanding presence. Commanding presence, yes. But can you imagine? Let Let's say that I did get a, a, a tour manager, and I, I'm not allowed to to choose someone based on their sex you know just to be the right person sure so what if we got a tour manager and she was like a like she was a smoke show you think would mel be like happy with that yeah i think she would <laughs> yeah, right. probably mel, mel happier than be, you mel will be there for probably 50 percent of the shows i mean she's got to come back and get her, keep her let's, stuff going let's too be but honest she's probably going to be the tour ahead. manager no, 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 because here's the thing, Mel, it, if I'm backstage getting ready to go and my wife is running around making sure that everything's set up right, like that's not, that's, I don't, I don't, that's not that the, the dynamic that I want with my wife. That's true. I didn't mind it. I, I didn't mind it as a producer because we produced together. We were in there, but like before the show, I can't be like, you know, like before, before, before anyone shows up, I can be, you know running around and helping of course I will that's in, that's just in my nature but but I'm not going to be hiding backstage in the green room or the what office whatever just waiting to go on stage when my wife is running around putting out fires right. you know because people know her too people are going to want to I, I assume people want to meet her and you know that would sort of so anyway yeah scratch but, that yeah scratch that you, you got some great ideas yeah. you got some great ideas I'll just keep them flowing so when the, when the time comes the the, the one person who is who is actually ideal is is Josh the Bear. So Josh, if people remember Josh from the podcast, producer on Drinking Made Easy, Chug, Four Sheets. Yeah. Um, so he'd be great, but he is he's um shooting for uh news up in Fresno. And he's also uh trying he's like doing the firefighters exam and stuff like that. So he he might be able to do it, but then if he gets called up to be the, a fireman, I mean, yeah, I then mean, if he the would fire leave, alarm I, goes off, what are you gonna do? He's got to go. Right. I can't I, I can't have my tour manager bail in the middle of it. Right. So anyway, it'll be it it it's going to be an interesting process. Oh, the other thing we're doing is we're getting a local comedian in every market to open the show, which is again, which is something that Geo is going to have to find these people. And like, hey, look at their tape another, and make sure they're good. Another great idea I'm having oh, right God. now okay. is okay. if you think I mean, you're a funny guy, send me your reel. Wow. Steve McKenna. Steve McKenna at gmail.com. Send me your send it's, me your stuff and you know, I'll vet it wow. out and send it over to Zane if uh, you know, we think you're funny. 
Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you. I'll tell you how the tour kind of breaks down too. So in June, we're in Florida. We have 14 dates as of now in Florida. Then we go to Texas and Oklahoma in July. So those three states are going to open before other states with this stupid fucking COVID thing we have going on right now. Pardon my French. Uh, then, then we move on, and went, now we're in August when people expect that the world is a little bit more open at that point. Then we're kind of like starting in Des Moines, uh, Council Bluffs, Kansas City, St. Louis, Memphis, and then kind of work our way down into the South, uh, ending in uh, Charleston, Charlotte, Raleigh, Durham, and then um, Hampton, Virginia. Then, and then at that point, we're in September. We're going Midwest from Minneapolis, Chicago, up to Michigan, um, then down to Ohio. And then, then we're kind of doing the East Coast. And so now we're in, into like October, where we're in um, uh, Cheyenne, Fort Collins, Colorado Springs, Oregon. And then, and then at that point in November, Hawaii and California. Damn. Just li literally like kind of flying blind because we just don't know what is going to happen with COVID. You have some people saying it's going to get worse. It's going to be worse than we've ever imagined. And some people saying it's going to gradually get better. We've all heard herd immunity and all that kind of stuff. We got to just plan this thing. And by the way, if, if, if the show gets canceled because of COVID, I get, everyone just gets hundred percent of their money back Yeah, or it gets to turn or it gets to apply it towards the next tour or whatever it is. But you know, I can't sit around and 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 wait for the world you know, to open. The, the world to open up and then plan it. We have to we have to plan it now as if it's going to happen. So it's the same thing we did last year. We were planning the show. Seventy one cities. Now we're doing ninety it's cities. Like groundhog. And, and by year. the way, it is a groundhog. Well, I don't need it. We don't need another one. But 90, 90 shows. I don't know any other stand up who's done ninety. 90 shows not in a year in 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 five months from june until until early december well you can t certainly tell you're chomping at the bit and uh it seems it all seems to no, make the, sense. No, that, that's that's the coffee oh chomping at i something. usually drink decaf i usually drink decaf but the, the guy who bought my 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 truck uh has a, a place called fateville supply company i think it's called fateville supply company and they um uh they you know, in, in Schitt's Creek, the apothecary, Rose Apothecary, right. and they kind of sell a lot of, they, they, they sell like some food stuff and some whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's kind of like that. They, so, like a general so store. He sent, like a general store, yeah. So he sent me some some Arkansas honey, some barbecue sauce, some locally made dog treats, and all this kind of stuff. Jeez. And uh, maybe, yeah. maybe he'll, so, maybe he'll, maybe he's got a guy for you to come out and be your tour manager. Maybe he's, maybe he's the guy. Maybe he's the guy. Maybe he's the guy. Maybe he's the guy. It's either needs, it's either somebody who, I'm, I'm I'm stereotyping, but like it's either somebody who's single and doesn't have anything like to be tied down to, or someone who's married and almost like in the right on there. Man, I wish I wish you could. I wish Staples could do it for you. He'd be perfect, perfect. He is. Just, oh my God, Staples! You, I, mean, I just keep hearing. It's like about having this guy a doctor Staples. on board. I mean, the guy's like a doctor. Yeah. So so if you were to listen to some previous podcasts, I think. Now Steve's been dry for just over a year, a year and two months. What is it, buddy? Uh, eighteen months. Pretty, pretty much, eighteen months. Oh wow, wow, year and a half. Good heavens. Mm. Uh, what do you get? You get some sort of trophy or pat in the butt or what do you get? Uh, just uh, a congratulations. The, the satisfaction of being 
it's a different it's a different life for, for this wackadoodle i'll tell you that much yeah, 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 yeah. You were a lot more fun before. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Asshole. So, so if you if you listen to the podcast before, uh, I'm trying to think of. So, okay, so if you look back at the dates, I don't know because we we moved everything over to Anchor FM, and so I don't know if they're dated like this. But if you went back 18 months before that, Steve was on the podcast, and and he was drunk. <laughs> For every single podcast. Yeah, pretty much. I would not get in that podcast booth unless I had at least two martinis and about eight beers. Yeah. And then I'd have a and glass so, of wine and, and, to kind of finish it but off. I, but I didn't know that because I would usually have a beer, but I was usually having my first beer and you were having your eighth or ninth beer. Yeah. I, well, did, I didn't know that. I never knew change. that. <laughs> yeah, time change. So, so Steve kept talking about, he had that one guy, we won't even say his name. It was like a neighbor of yours. And every now and then we would like, we were on video and like, we, like you and I right now are on FaceTime, but we're recording it. So people like we, you and I can see each other cause it's better to communicate like that. But this is just an audio. We, we, we used to do it on YouTube, but it was just too much of a pain in the ass. And so, um, uh, you used to have that one guy every now and then, which is kind of like lurk in the background. And what's weird is you could hear me, I could hear you, he could hear you, but he couldn't hear me. So he's hearing one side of the conversation, and everyone who knows, I do most of the talking in these things. Oh, yeah. So he be, was just lurking in the background. But you kept talking about this guy, Staples. And Staples. your comment was, before, it's like, yeah, yeah, my man Staples. And you were like talking about something, he's an expert. He's like, he's basically a doctor. I'm like, well, <laughs> okay, you're either a doctor or you're not a doctor. You can even, I'll even say PhD, you're a doctor. But I, I don't know what your point was, but does he uh, does he hold any postgraduate degrees? No, or? he's just smart and stuff. Just smart. And 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 what does he do? Let's talk about Staples. He's right. a restaurateur in, in Richmond. He has like you know twelve restaurants. Is he the blue goat guy? Yeah, he's awesome. Oh, he's an awesome guy. I never knew that was the guy. Yeah, he has twelve restaurants in Richmond. Yes. No, for real. Eat, for real, eat how many restaurant, restaurants? Uh, partners that's his the name of his group does he have does he have a brewery uh no no but okay i mean he knows everyone in town you got to go to richmond he'll find you the venue I'm not, I, I can't i'm not gonna go to richmond i don't have time i i i, I have time put he, up my calendar 100 cities yeah i don't have time to do more than that so you're going to hampton virginia at, at one, at, I'm in Hampton, Virginia, because the people at Hampton, Virginia, the, the place called the Vanguard, are adventure investors, the fans of, of, of Three Sheets and Drinking Made Easy, and of course I'm going to do that. You can't go to Hardywood? Amazing. Hardywood is, oh my God, they have a brewery like Maui Brewing Company, just amazing. Did you just, where's Hardywood? In Richmond. Okay, I don't have time to go to Richmond. Make time for Richmond. It's my hometown. No, I, it's not your hometown. You lived there for three years. Well, was, it's not your hometown. I was born there. I mean... I grew up in New York. Here, so, so well, I guess it's maybe it's kind of your hometown. No, it's not. Because if you're born there, it doesn't mean your hometown. You grew up in Essex. What's it called? Essex. All right, Essex. All right, good point. Essex. But still, I mean, if you can, if you can <laughs> figure out a way to squeeze Richmond in, I'll get you in touch squeeze, with Staples. Steve, it's a, big, it's a, it's a, it's a big squeeze. I'm a little intrigued. I'm a little intrigued. Oh, I'm going to tell yeah. you. I'm, I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell you when I'm in. Listen, I'm glad there. we're talking about Staples because I'm in Hampton, Virginia on on August 21st. I could tack on Richmond on this on the Sunday after. Listen to this. You need to I'm going to I'm actually going to I'm going to connect you with him uh probably I can't wait. probably tomorrow because he just he's he's basically a doctor. No, he he's he's really into rum. 
So he's like, he's doing like one of the first rum world international rum festivals in Barbados. And I wanted to get you in touch with him because, you know, maybe you could go there and make an appearance and be a part of it or, or what whatnot, or have some connections in that field. But there's people from all over the world. They're going to be mm-hmm. there for this international rum festival that he's coordinating. He just got he just got the clearance from the you know Barbados you know council. Listen, and all this. I, I no offense because I'm sure Staples is, is listening to this right now. Staples, what's his first name? Christopher. Christopher, listen, Chris Staples. <laughs> um, I I apologize for assuming that you were not a serious person, but the fact that you're friends with Steve. It made me question. It made me think that there's something wrong with yeah, you. Yeah, that's a good point. There's obviously something. There's something wrong with me. I've been friends with with, with this douchebag for thirty years. Yeah, there's something wrong with me. I I take this shit from you. <laughs> Come on. Oh my god. Holy cow. I, by the way, I think it is thirty years as of as of this year. By the way. Wow. That's ridiculous. Thirty years. That's ridiculous. That's like, and I, it's almost and like I have a century. and I have a photo. I have a photo, but I I don't want to lose followers by posting a photo of you and I. Mm, is it? I got ble- I got bleached like tips. Graduation. Graduation, it was at my house. Yeah. yeah. The graduation party at my house. And so it's, 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 so it's like two, three years after it, you and I met. Is it this picture? <laughs> no. No, it's not that picture. Uh, that No, that one's taken at Cortland. Uh, this one was this one was taken at my... You had a picture. You have a picture of me in your office? Yeah, of course, buddy. That's so cute. That is the cutest little thing. I'm so pickled right now. Don't, or tickled. Don't, I don't know. Don't fucking something. cry on me. <laughs> That's, that is very touching. Yeah. What a sweet, yeah. what a sweet guy. Well, listen, I'm really um, excited about. It. He just told yeah. me about the International Rum Festival yesterday. Yeah. Connect me with Stables. You oh, need yes. to get so on Stables. this with him. That'd be awesome. Yes. They, Stables seems like a cool guy. Yeah. I didn't realize. That. Absolutely. It's just when you talk when you talk somebody up, it usually means that uh, you know, that they need it. They're not. By the way, if you call him basically a doctor because he's so smart, and you've said that about ten times to me, he's basically a doctor. How do you describe me to people? Stephen, <laughs> um, you know, be honest. Zane, how do I describe my best friend, my best bud? That's it. Wow. I mean, you say people are like, "Who's Zane?" And you're like, "Put it this way: I have a photo of Zane in my office." Yeah, I got a photo of Zane. <laughs> Put it that. That's how good of friends we are. He's he's always wow. looking over my shoulder. I got all kinds of like photos and memorabilia in my office. I don't have one picture of you. I feel like a jerk. Well, I'm gonna put one up. You should. I should. should. I should. I should, and I am. All right. Listen. Uh, you leave. You leave on Saturday. Yeah. I would love to do. A, I'd love to do a podcast before you leave, so we have one to to air next week. Because I'm not going to do one while you're in Florida. That doesn't make sense. I'm not going to Florida. Because you're not taking your microphone. Well, yeah, I know. Sorry, it's the beer. Uh, when you're in Hawaii, we'll see if we can do one the next day or two. Okay. Talk about all right, stuff. All right. Let's figure okay. it out. Okay. Lock it down. Um, lock it down. All right. all right. Let me see that picture one more Are time. We done here. Yeah, we're done. Yeah, we're done. All right, thank you very, thank you very much for uh, listening to the podcast. Please email Steve. He apparently wants your request. That's a beautiful picture. Look at me. I look, look, look so happy. Yeah, if you with think my you got what it, if you think you got what it takes to ride around the country to, with Zane Lamprey, and wow, it's basically and it's not an easy job. You'd be like an assistant. No, you'd be like a producer. No, it's easy. You'd be it's like pretty a bouncer. Easy. You'd be like, you're going a to a brewery every day. You, you get to sleep in every morning. Yeah, but you got to drive. Take, so you got to be coherent. Every drive is, is under four hours. Most of them are, are, are two hours. It's well, nothing. It's let's, nothing. uh, let's see, let's see if we can find the right person. And, uh, Oh my God. I don't, I, I, I'm maybe not it's two or three people. Whatever. Who knows? I'm not on board with this. Uh, listen, I'm not on board with your decision. I am going to find you. 
a person. Okay. All right. We'll talk about it in, in the next podcast. All right, sounds good. All right, buddy. Thank you, bu- thank you very much. Go enjoy your di- your dinner, guests. Right, uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. And if you would be kind enough to share the podcast with people, let them know how enjoyable it is and how much how much takeaway, how much great stuff you learned that you can apply to your life. Please email Steve McKenna at stevemckenna at gmail.com.